Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, as you know, we've been talking about quite a few things. Of course, the big one was how to prepare for the great wealth transfer. And then we were given um, an insight on ownership faith, how we take Ownership, And then we need to recognize that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, because we of the blood of Jesus, the grace of God, we have favor, favor and more favor. And then we need to recognize what is in our hands. We need to stop looking at what we have and putting it down and saying, thank God for what's in our hand. Bless it, not curse it. And then the big kahuna that we just started wrapping up is how we perceive is how we receive. So if you don't perceive correctly, you will not receive correctly. What does that mean? That means that God actually gifted every person on this planet. Everybody on this planet has something in them that we need. That's right. We need it. But because of the cursed earth, because of the fallen earth, we have these relationships and there's a lot of friction and fighting and offense and unforgiveness and all sorts of things, which changes our perception of people. And changes it to a point that we cannot receive from them. And they may be the main person that has the solution to your problem. It, it makes why Jesus said it was so important that we, what? Love our enemies. What? Yes, your gift, what you may need, may be in your what? Enemy. Mm. That's a tough one right there. So why is it so critical that I perceive them correctly? Because you cannot receive from them if you don't perceive them correctly. This is why Paul and other great men and women of God looked at people in the spirit and not in the flesh, bypassed all their fleshly attributes and looked at them totally in the spirit. Wow, in the spirit. And guess what? God can just, God can use us easy, easier if we are not offended and we walk in forgiveness and we keep our eyes on the prize. We keep our eyes on the big picture, which is this all about Christ Jesus. And God is not a respective of persons. He doesn't care if you're a billionaire or if you're a homeless person on the street. He loves everyone. And guess what? Equally. And he has a plan, a good plan for everyone. We're the ones that do the differentiation, right? We're the ones that differentiate between people. But I, it was amazing how one of the things God showed me is that people just flourish in an environment where they are appreciated and where they are respected and loved. 
And unfortunately, people who have a past and sometimes a very bad past end up never having people receive them properly, right? And so they never flourish because people don't look at them. They don't perceive them properly. I had a very, very dear friend of mine who passed away, and I had taken a picture of him when we had first met. And he was like, he looked like a little angel. He was like a beautiful, 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 happy man. Of course, other people, including my godfather, said he, he never seen him look like that before. Why? Because the way I looked at him, the way I perceived him, I didn't really know about all his past, and I really didn't want to know all about his past. But what I did know, I knew that he had a past, but I knew that he was a new creation, a new creature in Christ Jesus, that he gave his life to Christ Jesus, and he needs to be given a clean slate. He needs to be given a chance. And the way I looked at him, the way I perceived him, he was a new creation, and you could see it in the photographs. He looked so happy. He looked so joyous. But, of course, the world caved in on him. And, of course, he was victimized by people. Because that's what a lot of people do. They victimize people who are down and out. They victimize the poor. They victimize who the quote-unquote people they think are defenseless or have no power or have no clout in society. People basically cannibalizes them, right? Uses them. And so it's, it's so rare for them to meet someone that looks at them with the eyes of purity. That's why God says those who have a pure heart will see God, right? And so your, your perspective, your perception of people dictates the level of blessings that you will receive from them. Of course, the highest level of blessings we normally get is from our mothers and our fathers, primarily our mothers, right? Why? Because the mothers, they, <laughs> they have the closest thing to unconditional love that there is. They still love their baby, period, no matter what, right? And so through a mother's eyes, and they look at their child, it's very different than everybody else, right? So as I meditated on this, I got tested on this, and I was able to get past a lot of things and recognize that God had blessed me with an opportunity, and I wasn't going to squander it. I was going to not squander this opportunity, which I did not. So it is imperative that you sit down, of course, and evaluate your relationships. Now, not, now I'm not saying um, be foolish, right? I'm not saying, um, you know, don't put yourself in harm's way. But I, what I am saying, though, is make sure that you try to look at people through eyes of God. Try Ask the Holy Spirit to enable you 
to see people through his eyes. And you will never go wrong because God knows everything. Now listen to this. Daddy God, you have He knows everything about us. He knows things about us. We don't even know. God already knows, sees our future. He, he sees the decisions that we've already going to make and where that where that's going to take us. He sees the, the, the wrongs that we did in the past. He sees that the good and the bad and the good. I like that Clint Eastwood movie, the good, the bad and the ugly. He's seen it all. Right. And he still loves us. He still wants the best for us. What an amazing, what an amazing love. We don't even have that kind of love in marriage, right? When things go south in marriage, in many cases, the people bail out. Very rarely do people stick it out like in the old days to, to the end, death do we part, right? So it is important that we get the correct perspective, get the correct perception of the people that God has placed in our lives so that we can receive the gift that he has put in them for us. You know, once you've been on this planet for a little while, you, you get to do a flashback. And I did, I've been doing a lot of soul searching because I want to go to the next level. I want to go to spiritual higher level. And one of the prerequisites to do that is to reflect on um, the areas of deficiency in your life where you could have done something different. Um, how could you rectify this and use this wisdom to not make the same future mistakes, right? Don't make those mistakes again in the future. And I got to see something in me that I remember my mother had addressed this in me as a little child. And I was just, oh, I was so upset sometimes about things that are not right. And, um, and, but I saw the power of, of words and how it could be almost like a scorched earth, right? Scorched earth is um, one of the um, strategies that the Russians did against Napoleon. Napoleon was about ready to conquer what? The world. And Russians, they had the, the, the cruel Russian winters, but they also had the scorched earth. They actually burnt the fields. They, they destroyed all supplies so that when the Napoleon army entered into the Russian territory, it was a scorched earth. It was nothing there for them to use. They, their supplies ran out and the winter basically took them out. And they had to retreat and go back to France. So the scorched earth is basically you have your words have, have are been so lethal. It's like a fire and it burns up everything in your past. Right. It burns it all up and it's nothing there. I mean, all you can get from that is um, wisdom from not doing that again. And so I, I saw situations how I had responded to certain things not, and not dealing with it in, in the way that that would have been better for others around me. And that was a scorched earth. And you don't want a scorched earth life, right? 
You want a life where things are flourishing and prospering and there's a, a harvest, right? So the scorched earth, the scorched earth. So it's been um, exciting to to have this new um, knowledge about myself, even though it was kind of hard at the, in the beginning, you know, it's hard dealing with some of your deficiencies and acknowledging it and taking responsibility for it. But you have to do that in order to go to the what? The next level. And I want to go to the next level of spirituality with my God. So... I was listening to Pastor Robert Morris and he was talking about the four beasts and there's four beasts and each four each beast has four faces, right? The lion, the eagle, I believe, a uh, man, and I'm trying to think what the the lion, the eagle, the man, and I forgot what the fourth face is. But anyway, but what he was teaching us is that, you know, it prepares us for life if we will <laughs> spend time in those areas, the, the, you know, time prayer in prayer, time in, in worshiping and things like, and time in service, right? Um, and so what happens is as we mature in various areas, when we, we, um, spend time in worship and we spend time in prayer, we spend time in service. Um, spend time with intimacy with God, right? Um, that when we come back to that level, we go in at a higher level. And that's why God says we go from glory to glory to glory. And it was God that gave the name for this um, radio broadcast, Enter the Glory Zone. And what's so powerful about the glory zone? The glory zone is different from the anointing. The anointing is you're empowered to do an assignment, to do a work for the Lord. You are, you are anointed, you're called. So that's the anointing and it breaks yokes. But the glory, that's pure heaven. That's pure worship. That's the pure presence of God. And in the pure presence of God, sickness has to stop. Disease has to stop. Um, lack and poverty has to stop. Every foul, polluted curse on this earth cannot enter the glory zone. We um, had a intercessory prayer meeting this past Monday, and it was phenomenal. I mean, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the glory has been coming in to um, All Nations Church at 7 um, p.m. to 8 p.m. at All Nations Church on Mondays, right, Monday night. And... What's powerful about it is my mother came and she, her, one of her toes had been hurting her very badly. And I get, when you get older, you have a lot of aches and pains in your body. And, um, and she said that all the pain left her body. That is the glory. And, um, there are people that are walking with God so closely that they stay in the glory. And I've experienced it as well, where I've had some aches and pains. And once I entered the glory, they totally disappeared. Once I entered the glory, all my worries were gone. Once I entered the glory, 
Oh, it's just, it's such a heavenly presence to be in the glory. And I believe that the great wealth transfer, the ownership faith, understanding that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, recognizing that God, um, God has a plan for us and we need to have the correct perspective, correct perspective about what's in our hands, the correct perspective about people. We need to basically understand these things so that we can enter the glory zone, that we can have heaven on earth, that we can be about our Father's business and be a witness, um, be Tell people the good news, the too good to be true news, that Jesus Christ died for their sins and that you, all you have to do is accept his free gift of his blood, the blood for, for your sin, and you will be saved and no longer are in the kingdom of darkness, but now you're in the kingdom of the marvelous light. Yes, as we approach Christmas. Can you believe it? We're already knocking on the door of Thanksgiving. And as we approach Christmas, I believe that we are going to see something. I don't know exactly what it is, but God is on the move. On November the 7th, this coming Sunday, at 3.30, at 3.30 p.m., in the front of the Capitol steps, we will meet to do the 24th month, two years of walking the prayer walk. And one of the fruits of that prayer walk has been that Tallahassee's crime rate has dropped. Yes, the five-year high Tallahassee crime rate dropped over a year ago when we had pressed in and prayed for this city, prayed for his leadership, prayed for our governor, prayed for the state, prayed for the nation, prayed for our presidents. Yes, yes. We have seen the fruit. God has seen, let us see some of the fruit, and that is a drop in the crime rate. So I want to take this opportunity to invite everyone in the sound of my voice, to join me and others on this coming Sunday, November the 7th, right, at 3.30 p.m. in front of the old Capitol steps. So that's right at Appalachia and um, Monroe, right, where you have the red and white awnings. Yeah, that's where we meet. So we're not meeting in front of the new capital, but in the front of the old capital steps. So I just want to invite you all to come. I would love to meet some of my listeners. Um, and it is, it's so, it's a wonderful thing. And I believe that there's going to be an extra blessing. I believe that God is well pleased with his servants. He is well pleased with his children. And he and that we have been consistently walking in this prayer walk for 24 months, two years. And I believe it's going to continue on 
long after I'm gone, I believe that God is pleased because we need to be consistent about our father's business. We need to push and press in, whether it's rain, snow, sleet, or hail. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if times are good. It doesn't matter if times are bad. I was listening to... um I'm trying to think who was talking about him, but it was such a powerful, um, pre- it was Jeremiah. Yes. Yes. Jeremiah. Jane, I think it's, um, David Jeremiah. And he was talking about Billy Graham and he was talking about how consistent Billy Graham was and how on point and how focused Billy Graham was about his assignment, which was to deliver the gospel. And he said that Billy Graham, over the decades, basically lived almost a hundred years. He, he, um, delivered the gospel when it, in wartime. He delivered the gospel in times of peace. He delivered the gospel, um, when his wife died. He delivered the gospel no matter what. He delivered the gospel when presidents were assassinated. He delivered the, um, the gospel when presidents, um, were going through trials and tribulations. He delivered the gospel no matter what. Rain, snow, sleet, or shine, like the poster service, right? Rain, snow, sleet, or shine. And that's the way we need to be. We need to be about our Father's business. We need to be about our Father's business. And God is going to deliver to those that He can trust the finances for the kingdom. The finances for the kingdom of what? God. I was just, just basically just so excited about this opportunity that God has given me. And I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit has enabled me to be faithful because I know without the help of the Holy Spirit, this, <laughs> this fleshly body, Dr. Edith Gale Davis, <laughs> I don't think she would have made it without Jesus. That's for sure. Without the Father and without the Lord God, Holy Spirit. As we approach the holidays, as we approach what is happening in our nation, what is happening in the country, we need to understand that we need to be about our Father's business. We need to be witnessing to the lost souls. I've Recently had a couple of dreams back to back and um, the last one was so disturbing. I woke up um, praying in tongues and it was a young, I guess it was like a young man, young child, maybe young adult, young older teenager. He was like in a fetal position. He was crying and weeping, just just crying and weeping and and. Uh, this, the, he was in this darkened room and this other door, like a garage door opened up and some entity came out, grabbed him, one grabbed his leg and his arm and just swung him and threw him inside that room, wherever that was. And I cried out to God, God save him. And God said to me, you save him. And I'm like, God, how, how? How do I save them? 
And I just like I started praying in tongues because there are so many people who don't even understand what exactly is going on here, that we are indeed in the last of the last of the last days. I remember my grandmother who I adored and still adore. She's on, she's with the Lord now. And my God, along with my precious godmother, my grandmother, Pledgerly Daily, my godmother, Yvonne Crook, my godmother, Velma Burns. And now I've got a great godfather, Doug Apple. But I remember how she, she was Pentecostal and she would pray in tongues and oil my head and talk to me. But, that woman loved her some Jesus the Christ. And I'm just excited about what God is doing in, in our lives. And as I, when she passed away, I'm just going to be candid with you guys. When my grandmother passed away, all hell broke loose in our household because she was the prayer warrior. She carried the mantle of prayer for our family. People don't realize how that that grandmother <laughs> is praying over you. And that's why you haven't lost your job or that grandmother's praying over you. And that's why your marriage hasn't come to an end or the grandmother is praying over you. And that's why you are alive and others aren't. You just don't understand the power of prayer and the prayer of a praying grandmother. But when my grandmother passed away, all hell broke loose for everybody, myself, my father. You know, we were attacked by the enemy. It was fierce. And I remember the father speaking to me and said, are you going to take up the mantle? So I've taken up the mantle for praying for my household, for praying for my family and friends. I've, I've accepted the assignment, but I've got to prepare the people or the persons or the one person that's going to take the mantle once I step down or once God takes me to be with him or, you know, in the case of the rapture. In the case of the rapture, I hope all my lineage goes up to the heaven, to the heavens with Christ Jesus and we are, are feasting at the, the supper of the marriage of the lamb, the marriage, the marriage feast. So I, I just want us to realize that these are tenuous times. These are tough times and that we need to be about our father's business. We need to love one another. We need to love our enemies and we need to be prepared for the great wealth transfer. And there's some things, obviously, that we've got to get our house in order in order to receive, right? So I am just, you know, in awe of what God has done for me and for you and I believe more great things are about to happen for each and every one of us if we can keep the correct perspective if we can perceive people through the eyes of God if instead of looking at people in the flesh we look at them in the spirit yes yes that's what I believe 
we need to do. I don't want to end this broadcast without saying Romans 10, 9, and that is, if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you are saved. Thank you once again for joining me on 94.1 FM, Wave 94, Dr. Edith Davis. Be overcome by your presence